Hello and welcome back to the TGP Wrestling Podcast. Now, we ca- we're going to start this off with an apology, guys. We're going to have to, right? We've left you with just the Monday scramble for a couple of weeks, right? We accept that. We know we know that we, we've, we've done that. But we are back today. We are going to record some good stuff for you all to have a little listen to. And you have got... You've got what I would call maybe the A-team in the TGP. You've got two of the guys that you're used to hearing, two of the guys that are usually coming in your ears. I mean, your ears. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to... Can we, can, we, can, we, can we do that again? I mean, I, I, okay. Coming in your ears. Yep, yep. Oh, coming in your oh, ears dear. on a Wednesday evening. Oh, for what God's time to do that? Uh, I mean, whatever you're into, I suppose. Uh, I I kind of jumped my intro there, but hello, hi, I'm back. If you remember me, who am I, Adam? Uh, Roberto. Oh hey, yeah. Sorry, yeah. What Adam said, it. We we've been busy. I mean, you know, like life gets in the way of things. But I passed my driving test. This is where you insert the round of applause thing, Adam. No. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes, Robbie is road legal, uh, but he's still not an hour near schools. That hasn't changed. Oh, so, wow. Um, <laughs> it's, it goes both ways, you know. It's a difficult one for him. One positive, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. But, you know, no little car parks at, you know, three o'clock in the morning with your 15-year-old girlfriend. None of that. Don't oh, do that. Okay, it's like that. that. Okay, okay. It's like that. Okay, okay, we'll roll with it. Um, I went to a school we... with a guy that did that. It wasn't the one. It's, 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 it's not what you should be doing. No, no, no shit. <laughs> oh dear, I'm going to get painted with this reputation now. I've got a reputation to uphold. I am now, unofficially, the TGP talent relations guy. I have made loads of connections, and I can't say too much at the moment, good listeners, but we may have a few guests for interviews coming on the podcast soon. All I can say all I can say for now. Well, I, I, I'm giving you this bad reputation, but it's not as bad as the reputation that Kyle and Corey are giving me of someone that likes Matt Riddle. Like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of how they keep saying that I like Matt Riddle. Guys, I, I'm going to put this out there, this disclaimer for you now. I despise Matt Riddle. I hate him. I'm so glad that he's been released. I don't want to see him in a wrestling ring again. But knowing AEW, they'll give him a ridiculous amount of money to come in as Matt Riddle and they'll give him the AEW title and have him beat MJF. Anyway, we're on to the subject of AEW now. We're going to be talking about what's he going by in AEW? Corner? Or, you know. What's going on over the fence, shall we say? Look, I'm not. We, we, me and Robbie have very different opinions on this. And if you've listened to our episodes before, you will know that me and Robbie having a different opinion on something is pretty much par for the course, right? We always disagree. We can never agree on a wrestling topic, to be fair. So it's not surprising, but I'm going to go in first with what I think on this. Now, I've read Ed- Edge's tweets. I've read his reasoning for jumping ship to AEW. And, you know, I... It, it, for me, it doesn't sit right. And look, maybe I'm a WWE fanboy. I accept that AW aren't my favorite company as much as I loved going to London. They're, they're not probably my favorite company. However, I just, I, for me, 
it seemed as if WWE were a company that stuck by Edge when he got injured and they've offered him a new deal. He claims in his words that they didn't have anything for him. If they didn't have anything for him, I don't think they would have offered him a new deal. Right. So I, I'm, I would argue it was probably more what they had for him. He didn't like. And that's why he went to AEW. Now, people saying it's about money, I don't think at all it's about money. I, I don't think he's gone to AEW for them. I think that would be an unfair thing to say about Edge. He doesn't strike me as a money-oriented sort of person. I think he's doing it for the love of the business and doesn't want to retire. So I completely get that. But it's not as if WWE didn't offer him a new contract. It's not as if WWE didn't offer him to stay in the company. And I think he might have burnt a few bridges with people now and he says he hasn't he says it's amicable i get that but he had the opportunity to be this one you know company kind of guy even when he was injured and he couldn't wrestle anymore wwe gave him things they gave him shows like the edge and christian show they gave him a lot to do whilst he wasn't a wrestler and he decided that he was going to try and get cleared he got cleared to to be in wwe again great I, i don't know for me it feels like a little bit of a betrayal to WWE that invested time, effort and money into him to get back into the ring, then offered him a new contract in his 50s and he then says, no, no thanks, I'm going to go to AEW. That's my one, that's my first point of it. I've got a second point, but I'll let Robbie jump in here just to, just to discuss that first point because I don't think he'll agree with it. I mean, I think betrayal, I mean, we're wrestling fans. I mean, I'm, I don't think it's that deep personally. So with Edge joining AEW, Yes, it's a shock. Yes, it's a all-time, you know, it's a guy who's had 25 years plus in WWE and has made his name there, put him on the map, as he put it, etc. So what you want to do is basically bear in mind that obviously he had hit his 25-year sort of thing in WWE and then, you know, his contract ran out and it was one of those where it's like, do I renew my contract? Do I... Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, what's, I've lost my train of thought. Um, so, is it, you know, do I carry on with WWE? Do they have anything for me? Now, apparently, not just according to Edge, but according to a few of, you know, the dirt sheets and whatnot going around, apparently WWE had nothing for him. That was it. That was all they had planned for Edge. And Edge didn't feel like he was done. And if, you know... That, I mean, we live in a brilliant time for wrestling fans now where there's an alternative to WWE. And if Edge wants to go there and do a couple more years on the circuit and, you know, interact with loads of different wrestlers that he's had history with, i.e. Christian, or people that he hasn't interacted with for, you know, Darby Allen, MJF, uh, Adam Cole, when he gets back from his injury because he's blown out his ankle, which broke my heart, by the way then so be it. I mean, there's so much more for him to do in the wrestling industry. And if he thinks he can bring it, then oh, I'm all for it. It's it's one of those where, like, I'm not an AEW mark. I'm I'm much more in time with WWE than I am with AEW. Similar to how I, I assume Adam is. However, I think that having an alternative isn't an issue. If you're a fan of AEW, good for you. If you're a fan of WWE, great for you. I mean, I just, it, it doesn't bother me. I don't get the whole... You must be one or the other sort of thing. It's like you must be. It's, like, it's not left versus right. It's not Arsenal versus Spurs. It's 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 wrestling. I mean, all you've got to do is enjoy the product. And if you enjoy the product, that's great. 
You don't need to pick and choose which one's better. Yes, WWE are going to put on better shows than AEW and vice versa at different points in time. Yes, some talent will be treated well compared to others on either side. You've just got to take it as it is. And that is that Edge is now with AEW. We're going to see some hopefully awesome matches from him. I mean, even at 49 years old, he's proven he can still do it. So while he can still do it, I don't see the problem. I'm excited to see what he gets up to in AEW. I mean, he's got a match tonight tonight at the time of recording with Luchasaurus. That'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. So, okay. I, I agree with some of your points. I, I do agree with the fact that I don't understand why there's this narrative of you can only like one or the other. There is no such thing as a you can only like one or the other. Like Wait, there is AEW, first. let's face it. Well, yeah, yes, I mean, like, yeah. But look, with with the the wrestling landscape at the moment, it's not just AEW or WWE. You can like both, you can watch both, you can enjoy both. Why does it matter, right? I, I, there, there shouldn't be this divide in the fan base. I don't have the issue with the fact that he's gone to AEW. I have the issue with the fact that for me, he was given this amazing send off in um, Toronto. And he, I don't know. I, I, I look at that and just go, I know he maybe wasn't ready to, to end it and that's fine. But like we said, he was, that whether there was enough to do or not, whether he was like, oh, well, I, I wasn't happy. I, I didn't have enough to do. They had nothing for me, whatever. And the dirt sheets have confirmed they had nothing for him. You've got to kind of trust the process a little bit there. If you start, if they're signing you to a new deal, they, they don't just sign people to deals. Like they've released, they release a lot of talented people. Like there's so many people that have been released and we'll probably talk about that in a different episode, but there's so many people that were released that have got so much merit and so much stuff that they could provide to the company and they weren't offered new deals. So Edge being offered a new deal, I think people are forgetting the fact that that is actually something to WWE. They don't just offer new deals. You, you know, they, they want, they will have a long-term vision in, in mind for you. Even if they don't have a short-term plan, They'll have something for you, or they wouldn't offer you a new deal. Yeah, they, that they being said, that that being said, though, but we don't know the facts of what this new deal that was offered was. I mean, this could have been one of those Hall of Fame deals where you know you're a Hall of Famer, you have all the reputation, you've done your time in WWE, and you show up every now and then to talk on a pre-show or to um, be in the corner or be a special guest referee. I mean, if that was the sort of thing that WWE offered Edge, I'm not saying it is, but if it was, then I don't blame him for wanting to, you know, now nah, I feel like going somewhere where I can be in the ring and be in the action, apart from being, you know, showing up every other month or so to get into a feud that in the long term won't really matter. Like, you know, I get, I mean, Edge has, has always given off the impression for me that he is all for like, you know, putting over younger talent. I mean, we saw that with Grace and Waller. We had the match with Grace and Waller a little while ago. But I feel like Edge also still has that, you know, that's something to prove in him. I mean, he lost out of what, what was it, nine years of a career? I think he's still trying to make that up. Obviously, he's not going to make up the full nine years. I think he will retire before, you know, nine years of wrestling is done for him. I mean, I think that's just age. And obviously, I do still worry about his neck and whatnot. But if Edge can still go and he can still compete, and if he feels like it's a good deal with AEW, then, you know, he's doing what he loves. And I honestly don't feel like there's any bad blood between him and WWE. I think it's all, you know, you, took, you looked after me during my injury. 
you brought me back in. You gave me the chance. I did some great things whilst I was still under the umbrella. And now it's time to see what else I can do elsewhere. It's just, you know, it's exploring. I mean, back in his time with WWE, I mean, yes, you had TNA um, and you had New Japan, but you didn't really have this, you know, massive other brand to compete with WWE. And I'm not saying like, you know, AW is, let's face it, they're not realistically on the same level as WWE exactly. But at the same time, you've got to bear in mind, it's like, okay, there's now this other market. And I just thought, I mean, my buddy Christian's there. Why not? Yeah, look, I'm not here to... And, and the thing is, I, I, I like Edge, like everybody does. And I would only want him to do what makes him happy. And I think if he feels that this move makes him happy, then fine. Um, I just don't get it. And I don't think there's anything he can do or achieve in AEW that makes this worth doing. And and that's, again, I'm not in his head. I don't know what he's thinking and feeling about this. Maybe he's seeing it differently. You know, it's not about titles or anything like that. We know that, right? That's not the way that wrestlers, like, spoiler alert, people, wrestlers don't care about winning titles for the most part. Some do, some don't. Some will have a goal to be like, oh, I want to be the WWE champion one day. That's, That's fair enough. But Edge has done everything in that respect. And going to AEW, right? He's not going to go, oh, I, 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 you know, it's a dream of mine to be the AEW world champion because he doesn't care about that belt. It's a fairly meaningless belt. And that's not their fault. It's just that it, it's not, it's not been around long enough. You know, it's not got the lineage yet. And it, and it will do, right? I've no doubt it will do, but it doesn't yet. So it's not like Edge is turning around and saying, oh, I need to be AEW champion or anything. I, I just don't see, if you're just talking about like he's just doing it for fun. And he wants to keep wrestling, and this is how he keeps wrestling. Then I would accept that more. But I feel like he, there was a place for him in WWE, and they saw it that way as well. And like you say, we can all speculate here because we don't know what the situation is. Me and you can sit here and speculate, and we can say like, "Oh, like he's not showing loyalty." I can say he's not showing loyalty to WWE, and you can say, "Well, he wants to keep wrestling." WWE might not have had that plan for him. WWE's plan for Edge may have been exactly what you said. And if WWE's, and this is my stance on it, if WWE's plan for Edge was, here's a Legends contract, uh, we're going to bring you in for anniversary shows and the odd Saudi show every now and then, then I would I would more be on your side of things. I will, I will lean to your side that that's not what he wants to keep wrestling. But if WWE have offered him a new deal, as in an actual new deal, which is to be a full-time wrestler and he turned that down because he didn't like the plan that they had for him or he didn't like that there was no initial plan. It just feels a little bit ungrateful and a little bit entitled to me. But look, I'm not slating the man himself or the person. I don't think he's, he's not a bad guy or anything. Like I'm not turning around saying like he's some terrible person. It's just that I think if a, comp, a, a business, and even in, even in my sense, right, if a business shows me loyalty, like my work have done for me, I won't I won't leave them at the first chance of potentially grass. The grass might be greener because the grass is not always greener. So I don't know. See to, to to jump on that quickly. So when Edge was you know doing his trainees come back, uh, he initially approached WWE. Uh, this was all I, I, I learned this all during his um. That all, I mean, if you haven't watched it, listeners, or Adam, for that matter as well, if you haven't watched uh-huh. that 
watch Edge 24-7 on the WWE Network. Please watch it. It's a really good, like, you know, hour and a half of your life. You'd enjoy it. Sheds a lot of light on a lot of things from his retirement to his comeback. And, um, I mean, one thing he did say was that he initially went to WWE about, can we make this a thing? And they were all very like, with all the facts, all the medical facts behind it, it's probably not likely. And then he was approached. He says, quote, uh, a rival wrestling company or something along those lines. And we know for a fact that was all elite wrestling. And that's when WWE were like, okay. So he went to Vince and said, Vince, I've been approached by this company. I might go for it. That's when Vince jumped in and was like, no, hang on. Let's, let's talk this all through, get all the facts straight, and then we can maybe look at it. And then that's what happened. I mean, he, this was something that Edge considered back in 2019. And I mean, you know, he considered it. I mean, I don't think it's like a, it's not the first time he's had to think about this. It's definitely not the first time he's had to think, is it WWE or is it all elite wrestling? I think this is just one of those where he, I mean, he went back to WWE, had the amazing comeback. He has had some decent, he has had some great, some great matches, some great rivalries, some great storylines while still with WWE. But now, you know, his words, he felt like the relationship had become a bit stale. So you know, time to try it somewhere else. I mean, worst case scenario, he comes he comes to AEW and has a couple of, you know, mediocre matches with some people and that's that. I mean, he's still got a story career behind him. He's, he's like, jumping to AEW is not going to harm his career in any way, shape or form. He's a, what, 11-time, 12-time world champion? I mean, I don't see the harm this is going to do to his career at all. It's like if, for example, John Cena, it never would happen, by the way, but if John Cena jumped to AEW, I don't think it would harm his career in any way, shape, or form, because it's because it, it's just it's just a name value. I mean, if he can compete with some of these young up and coming guys that will one day be massive, again, Darby Allen, uh, Sammy Guevara, MJF, uh, the list goes on. It might, you know, like you know, if he puts them over, it puts them, it puts younger talent, gets their name up there, so they can, you know, something the CM Punk didn't want to do. There you go. That's my argument. Edge is a better man than CM Punk. <laughs> most people are better men than CM Punk but yeah like <laughs> uh, we're not here to argue that point because I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with you there but look I, I don't I don't disagree with your points entirely and I do get what you're saying um, but I, I will jump on a point that you made there um, you said oh well, John, well this would never happen John Cena wouldn't do that but John Cena wouldn't do it because of loyalty and he's loyal to WWE that 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 is the long and the short of it, isn't it? It's 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 loyalty. Yeah. And look, it's people like Chris Jericho, for example. The reason it didn't bother me as much when Chris Jericho did it is because Chris Jericho wasn't a WWE. He wasn't just a WWE guy. He was in New Japan. He was in WCW. He he'd been in so many different companies across the world, right? And I kind of when he had a really good WWE career, but I kind of feel like they always kind of. I don't. I don't think. I don't think WWE ever really appreciated Jericho the way they should have, because I think I think he's one of the goats, and I, I don't think they really appreciated him as much as they should have. And you could argue that they haven't appreciated Edge as much as they should have, because they took those years of his life off him. But Edge only, re- and then this again, this is dirt sheets. We don't know this for a fact, but rumor being that Edge actually only really considered getting back in the ring in 2019. That's the that is the first time he actually or 2018 is the first time he actually said you know what I might get back in the ring 
And then he went to WWE and said, what do you think? Now, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and like I say, I, I want Edge to be happy. And if this makes him happy, then fine. But I, I, I can't see. I, I, and take away from the Edge perspective here. Let's just talk about this from an AEW perspective. I don't think it makes any sense for them. And I think it, it, it continues to be that... A, and I put this in our group chat the other day. AEW is a WWE Saudi Arabia show. All these, all those young, talented people that you've just mentioned there are going to be overshadowed by these old folks having one last hurrah. Like, I, I just... I Look, Christian might be doing some of the best work of his career, and that's brilliant. But for every single time Edge is on screen or Christian or the Hardy Boys are on screen, you have someone else on the roster that's not. And I, and I think that carting these people out and, and basically every single time WWE release somebody jumping on them, because apparently, according to the Dirt Sheets, um, AW have said that when Dolph Ziggler's no complete cause, clause comes up, they want to sign him. And it's like every time WWE release someone or every time a WWE contract's coming up, you've got AEW sniffing around. And I think it's sad. I think it's a little bit pathetic from AEW that that's I, there. Uh, go on, go on. I'm inclined to disagree with you. So going off the whole old the older wrestler coming into the company, I mean, realistically, thinking about it right now, you've got Edge, Jericho, Christian, Matt Hardy, because Jeff Hardy's still fucking, you know, on a whatever he's doing at the moment. Um, and you've got Sting. And let's face it, those are the only sort of five former WWE legends that have jumped from WWE to AEW and are still, like, I, I'd argue a lot of them are still being, you know, well, well put against. And sometimes, you can argue, being overshadowed by some of the younger talent they're with. I mean, I love the work Luchasaurus does alongside Christian when Jericho and Osprey had the match. I mean, even with Sammy Guevara and Jericho, Jericho makes Guevara look great. Sting makes Darby Allen look great. I think it's, I mean, what it is, it's driving name value to your company. If you have a big name, you're going to bring the attention to your company. I mean, next year, when we've got All In and Wembley again, you can be damn sure, because Edge signed to WWE, I'm, I was thinking about this literally about half hour before we jumped on to record, Adam. I, I am heart set now on All In 2024 at Wembley because I know for, there's a chance, if you know, no injuries and stuff happen, God forbid, that Edge will be there. And I'd love to see Edge live in the ring. I mean, have you ever seen Edge live in the ring? Yes or no? Yeah. You have? Okay, fine. Well, yeah. it's again, okay, well, okay, that backfired on me slightly, but it's an opportunity for me, who's someone who hasn't, to see Edge in the ring live in person for the first time. I mean, that's just, for, from a fan perspective, like, I get there's obviously the loyalty thing and whatnot, but at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, and this is just the nature of the beast, if money talks, then money's going to talk and make you walk. So, like, for example, I'm working at my job, you know, it's nice pay, but if a company of a similar sort of, you know, like, you know, similar thing of what I do comes along and says, oh, hey, hey, we're prepared to offer you this much and this for you, I'd be like, yeah, okay, fine. 
and go. I mean, money just does the thing. It's like our friends at Coliseum. If I got approached by what's a what's a fun independent wrestling company, uh, UBW. If I got approached by them and said, "Oh, do you fancy you know coming to our show and we pay you a bit more to do this and that, and you could do a this and that as well." And if you weigh out all the options, it's like, yeah, okay, fine, I, I, I do that. If the money's right and the terms are right, what's not to like? And I think Edge wouldn't have jumped unless the terms were absolutely perfect. I just don't like it. I, I look. I think AEW have used older talent really well as well. Like some of them, they have used really well. Like Billy Gunn, right? He's been used really, really well. He's helped the claims loads, right? So it can work bringing in older guys and having them work with younger guys. Sting and Darby Allen as well. But Sting and Darby Allen less so because I think Darby Allen has a lot of talent and is an absolute superstar and doesn't need Sting. But again, that's just my opinion, right? I mean, but, rumor rumor has it that Sting is, you know, looking to hang up the boots very soon because he, he's been hinting at it for months now. Like, you know, showtime's almost over. And he's doing like, you know, he's starting to like look into directing movies and whatnot. And, you know, I think at some point very soon down the line on that subject, that Sting won't be part of the Darby Allen picture anymore. And that's just, you know, that's how it is. I mean, he's old, isn't he? He's 60. I mean, credit to the man. He's 63 years old. I mean, he's still going like round of applause for Steve Borden, everyone. We can't, we can't knock the guy like that is, that is crazy. Like fair play on that. Right. But, Look, I, I, I just, I just I, there's something about the move that doesn't sit right with me, and I, I think that Edge is. He always struck me as one of those Randy Orton, um, you know, like John Cena type Undertaker, if you want, loyal WWE guys that would never leave WWE. That's that's always the way I saw him. And the, if you watch the Undertaker documentary, which I'm sure everybody has, I, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't scenario where some people haven't watched that but if you watch that documentary WWE have given him every opportunity to go out on his own terms and I am 99% sure they would have done that with Edge as well like 99% sure so they, they would have let him go out how he wanted to if they wanted yeah. to let him go out at Wrestlemania against whoever he wants to pick they would have let him do that yeah I, I mean I get that but I think that Edge would have had some ideas of his own. I mean, I'm stealing an idea from uh, Adam Blompier from um, what's he with now? Was it Wrestle Talk? He's with now. Um, but, but basically, he did a fantasy booking a little while ago on YouTube. Check it out because it's awesome, by the way. But uh, he basically did like how he booked Edge's final run in WWE, and that would basically be like Triple H brought back the big gold world title that Seth Rollins currently has, and the storyline would be that Edge is like, that's the title I had to give up and I never lost. So he wins it from whoever the world champion would be and has a final run with it. And he says like, if I went up until someone can pin me, submit me or beat me for this title, then I'm, I'm still going to be here. And then the minute they do beat me, I'm, I'm retired. I'm done. But even then that book ended with Edge going to AEW to be like, to do a triple threat where, the Hardys, the Dudley Boys, Christian and Edge all come together and they all three retire at the same time after the match is done. It's, I, I don't know. I think the story from here with Edge writes itself. I think that is where it's all going to come down to. I mean, Edge, Christian. I mean, I mean, it's common knowledge now that Devon has said like, oh, I'm training to have a 
few more matches. Bubba Ray's never really lost it, and the Hardy Boys are still going, despite Jeff Hardy. But it could be a thing. It could be a thing, and I think that's where the story's going, and I'm all for that. Because I think a triple bow out from arguably three of the greatest tag teams of the Attitude and the um, the Attitude Era and the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era, then, you know, one final hurrah for them. I mean, after the career they've all, all, all six of them have had individually, I think it's worth it. Well, the, the issue I have with what you've just said is that if if that's in AEW, people say that AEW is right for doing it. If that's in WWE, it's on a Saudi Arabia show and WWE get the piss taken out of them for doing it. Yeah, but WWE do those marquee matches in Saudi Arabia where they try and bring in the big names against names that don't make sense. I mean, you've got six names there that make sense against each other. and At the same time, they'll have a card that makes sense. Like with... With or with all in, was there a match on the card that you thought was a bit? Oh, they're just doing it for the names. I didn't think so. No, but like, I, just just as a point of what you've just said there as well, Jeff Hardy can't go in the ring anymore. No, he can't. I do agree with you. Not 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 like not even a bit. Like, like well, not even where it's like, he, he, oh, he's still got something. Like, he's fucking awful. Like without wishing, really bad. without wishing, without wishing to besmirch Jeff Hardy, I mean, he's he's got some demons. I mean, Jeff Hardy has some issues upstairs, and that sucks for him. And I think he should, he definitely needs to walk away from the business to help himself, help him, like you know, the people around him help him. But at the end of the day, you know that that's that's on him. I mean, that's for Jeff, that's for Jeff to sort out, and for Jeff Hardy to be like, okay, I need to take a minute here and think about the bigger picture and he's not doing that i mean i haven't seen jeff hardy in aw for a few months now because i think he's still rehabbing or something but you know i mean it's going to get to the point where all where where, you know edge won't be able to go or christian won't be able to go or matt hardy won't be able to go as well as they can anymore and we just gotta enjoy the time and the you know the product they give us while they still can i mean it's on logan paul's podcast though that he's he's only got about a year left in him yeah. That was about a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's got a year left in him, then if he wants to, you know, have a um, have a career where he's got like a year to do what he wants to do, then go for it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think we're, we're, we will end this there unless you've got anything else to say more because... I don't think we're ever going to agree on this. No, I mean, I mean, there's gonna, I mean, this is this is the bottom line. I mean, hate it or love it, it's happened. We just got to learn to live with it. I don't think it's it's a groundbreaking move. Like to have someone of that namesake value move to AEW is is, is massive. But in in the debate that the fans are making over this and being like, oh, Edge is a traitor. Oh, Edge just made the wrong choice. Just let the man do him. At the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's probably where this all comes down to, and that's why I've said a couple of times in this. I want the guy to be happy at the end of the day, and if this is what makes him happy, then great. It's just not what I would have done. But again, we're not in his situation. We're not in his shoes. We don't know the contract that he was given. You know, who who am I, some random guy on a podcast, to say that Edge, multiple-time world champion, shouldn't make a decision? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to say that he's made the wrong call. I, I'm here to say that this is not what I would have done, given all of the context. But again, I'm sure Edge gives a, doesn't give give a flying jet what I think. I'm just some guy on a podcast. So, 
yeah, it's just my opinion, folks. And if anyone disagrees with it, that's absolutely fine. Because we don't all have to agree with each other. You can disagree with me should you wish, right? Not a problem. But yes, there it is. Uh, if you want to listen to um, an ep- a previous episode of ours on the 18th of August, me and Chris did a, an episode on how we would book um, Edge's last run in the company. So go and check that one out if you want just to see what we would have done if Edge had stayed with WWE. But yeah, other than that, Robbie, have you got any further thoughts for the people? Uh, no, not really. I mean, like I say, like I said earlier on in the episode, it's just, you know, we, we, we live in a time now where there's variety with pro wrestling. And you don't need to like one. You don't need to like the other. You don't need to fight people over like, you know, oh, WWE's better. Oh, no, AEW's better. Just, just enjoy wrestling for what it is. I mean, we live in a time where there's loads of variety of wrestling and there's so much talent everywhere. Just go and enjoy it. There's no need for the beef. Just peace and love, you know? I agree. I do agree with that. We'll end this on a a very good note that I agree with his point. If you like AEW, great. If you like Impact, great. If you like New Japan, great. You are no better than the next person that likes the same wrestling company as you. Let's not get wrestling supremacy here. We don't need it, do we? It's not necessary. All right. We don't need it unless your name is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And if Vince, if you are listening to this, you are a pervy old man. Oh, okay. Shots fired. <laughs> He's not wrong. You know what you did. You know what you did, Vince. Anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about Vince McMahon's um pervacious times. We're here to talk about wrestling. And today we have finished talking about wrestling. So I do hope you very much enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, shout out to Coliseum, uh, long-term partners of ours, uh, now with uh, Robbie going over to help them out a little bit. So I know Robbie's been enjoying that. So thank you for oh, yeah. giving the opportunity. I mean, the, the last show was awesome. And I've got to hang out with so many cool people. Um, so yeah, big up to uh, the Coliseum management as always. You guys are great. Thank you again. Uh, if you're listening uh, and then on top of that um, just some of the people who I got to had a chance to interact with I mean I got to see both uh, Shreddy had a catch up with him and uh, Jesse Maria friends of the podcast you guys were both fantastic thank you and on top of that just shout outs to um, Reese and Rogan the, my, my favourite big lads in wrestling now they are incredible big shout out to you guys and then just the list goes on I mean Keo, KM Lame Nadia Sapphire uh, Jordan Saeed Easton Rees the list goes on Just you guys are all awesome you know you know who you are stay tuned for uh, future content is all that we're going to say that's all Absolutely. we're going to say on the matter watch this space people all right anyway guys thank you for listening goodbye